There's some wonky things happening with inflation right now and over the past year. We're here to talk about it on Today in Mortgages. Hey, what's up, Dream Makers? I'm back here again with Hugh Hartzog from Bunkin Baker Mortgage here at Network Funding. And I brought him on again today to talk a little bit about what's going on with core inflation, the CPI. So Hugh, you showed us a graph in your last episode about core CPI versus total CPI. Right. Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah, and then top, you know, top line CPI number versus core. Right, and so typically those have been trending and one's usually above the other, but they recently flopped. So can you talk a little bit about that? Right, so you'll see on the graphic on display right now, the top line shows the overall CPI number. And the overall CPI number includes things like energy and food prices. Uh, economists will often exclude energy and food prices from the CPI to get a, a better measure of inflation because they know that food and energy prices have a lot of seasonality and they can fluctuate a lot. Gotcha, okay. So the core basically is comprised of things other than energy and food. And one of the big components of core is shelter costs. Where we're living. That's right. Yeah. So, and I think that what, what we're seeing is that the core CPI has, well, it ticked up slightly in, in March. Okay. Um, but it's been, it has not fallen as much as the top line CPI number, which again, the top line or the overall CPI number includes energy and food prices. Why hasn't the core CPI fallen? A lot of that has to do with shelter costs. So if you think about last year, uh, back in April, May, June of last year, that's when inflation was very high and the Federal Reserve- uh, It came was, out really strong. Came there. out very hawkish and said, look, we have to address this. And they started raising interest rates very yeah. aggressively. I and remember. So, yeah, and, <laughs> and so, what that did is that that forced mortgage interest rates up and that decreased home affordability of sure. buying a home. So if you can't buy a home, your other alternative to that is renting a home. Living in a van down That's by right. the roof. <laughs> or living in a van by the, down by the roof. But besides that is renting, a, renting an apartment or a home. Gotcha. Okay. And so uh, what happened last year is that as the affordability kind of went away from buying a home, that forced people into the rental market and that drove rent prices up. Now, typically... Uh, you're in a lease for a year when you're renting. So what I'm what what should we should start to see is that shelter costs should start to fall in the May June July time frame, right? As the leases from a year ago start to get renewed, and we've already started to see data for for instance from Redfin that shows that uh, costs of rent have already started to fall uh, in in April and in March uh, pretty significantly. So pretty significantly, and also the cost you know home values are dropping a little right. bit, you know, right. on the average across the nation. Right. It's different yeah, in certain you, you definitely you definitely don't see nearly as much demand for right. for uh, for home buying if you're just looking at just like the overall industry. Sure. Uh, even though prices and prices have come down depending on where you are right. in the market, so not all markets are the same, but prices have softened there. So, we should start to see uh, core CPI start to, to come down in the in the sort of later Q2 beginning of Q3 time frame again. As those leases from a year ago start to get renewed, and the new leases are lower costs. Yeah, and you talked about the, that core and including shelter, and it's how much percent of the forty-three percent of the of of the core CPI is comprised of shelter costs. So when that drops, what we're going to see is that actual inflation number drop. You know, hopefully significantly, right? Uh, which is going to trigger the Fed to say, "Hey, we've done what we've been trying to do. We're trying to get back down to two percent." Right. We're at least going to slow things down. Right. We're not going to see more rate hikes. And over over time, we might get to see some rate drops. Again, we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know what's going to happen. But 
looking at the charts, and that's why I brought Hugh on is because uh, he's, he's really good at looking at trends and numbers and looking at the future. And that's really important when we're thinking about how we're going to be talking to our borrowers, talking to our buyers uh, moving forward and what, to ex what they should expect. And so uh, it's been super helpful for me to understand these things, having you present it this way. And I just want to share that with our audience as well so we can look forward to what we will hopefully see. And like you said, Q2 yeah. going into Q3, inflation dropping significantly and us hopefully getting back to a more normal market. So yeah. am I reading that right? Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, I, what the Fed is trying to do is decrease inflation. If we start to see a lot of progress, particularly on the core front of inflation, that's going to give the Fed the, the confidence that they've, that they've taken the policy as far as they need to and allow them to sort of ease off, you know, pump the brakes on raising rates, uh, pause, and, and maybe even uh, decrease rates, at least uh, towards the end of the year. That's certainly what the market is expecting them to yeah. do. Whether that comes to fruition, we will see. <clears throat> yeah, we're all, you know, rubbing our crystal ball and, and wishing on lucky coins. So, <laughs> Well, hey, Hugh, thank you so much for being on today. Before we head out, I want to remind all you guys that we put together a free resource for all of you guys. When you're talking to your borrowers and you don't want to talk to them about numbers, at least you need to be in front of them and marketing yourself well. So we put together five free ways that you can go out and do that better right now. And it's on a free ebook that you can download on our website, todaymortgage.com slash marketing is where you can find it. It's completely free, so go check it out. So Hugh, thanks again so much for being with us today. Absolutely. Thank you all you guys out there for watching or listening. Hey, wherever you're watching or listening to this, give it a like, give it a thumbs up, subscribe and share it with a friend. We, it really helps us out. We wanna get in front of more people so we can help them talk about the market better and see what is real and what's not hype in the news. So. Thanks again. Thank you guys. We'll see you next time on Today in Mortgages. Today in Mortgages is produced by Network Funding LP, which is an equal housing lender, NMLS 2297. The content of this program is meant to be a commentary on mortgage and real estate news, and any discussion of rates and or products should not be taken as an individual mortgage or home buying advice or pricing estimates. And any commentary on this show should not be considered a promise to make a loan. All applicants for a loan must qualify and you should consult a professional regarding your individual loan scenarios for your financial situation. Visit our website at nflp.com slash licenses for all state licensing and other legal information.